Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history, trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Now on to this week's episode. All right, we are live. It's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here, as well as David. What's up, man? Howdy do. How's it going this week? You know, it's a good week. It's a good week? Yeah. Yeah. yeah little, Nothing little, too crazy? Little, well... I did. I did drink some coffee yesterday, Uh-oh. and I don't drink coffee very much. And I had a little, little pitter patter. You get a little cracked the, out. The ticky ticker was. <laughs> oh yeah. We were driving. We were driving to uh, to Fresno yesterday for a basketball tournament, and I was like, "All right, everyone, can you be quiet? <laughs> I feel like I'm uh, palpitating." <laughs> so yeah, that that. I mean, other than that. Week, no, but that's that's one of those kind of wake up calls when you're older, right? Yeah, you you're watch like, that. Oh crap, man! You got stressful kid stuff, and then you're drinking like crazy caffeine, and then you're on the road and you're stressed. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you survived that. Well, actually, it was the <laughs> wife that was stressing me out. I was like, <laughs> of course, All right. I can relate. I hear you. All right, the old ball and chain. <laughs> the old ball and chain. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, All right, let's <laughs> let's get into the rock news this week. Uh, September 25th, Season 5, Episode 36. As you just heard, Pantera dropping off the Aftershock lineup. Sammy's got his own beer. A Queen fan paying over 180 k for Freddie Mercury's mustache comb. U2 wow. filming a surprise music video for their new single in Las Vegas and more. Everything's up, rocknewsweekly.com. All socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all at Rock News Weekly. Make sure you guys check us out. All right, let's get to it. Rock news this week, as we mentioned, Pantera, the big story, dropped off the Aftershock Festival lineup this October. Pantera only stated that their absence is due to circumstances beyond our control and that they'll be back for Aftershock in 2024. Pantera does note that they'll still play Louder Than Life this, uh, louder than life this weekend as we speak. Uh, they're, they're there uh, doing that, but bummer. A lot of people were really stoked to see them uh, at Aftershock, including myself. Haven't been able to see them yet, and I thought this was going to be it. But it says, this event is monumental, and it pains us to have missed it. However, we will be back for Aftershock 2024. And they go on to thank the promoter, all that stuff. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots are going to be replacing Pantera. um, And that's not really (laughs) that great of a replacement in my mind, because STP is just kind of a cover band at this point. They I was going to say, Scott Whelan's coming, coming yeah, back. Yeah, he's back for from the, the dead. Yes, yeah, they've reanimated Halloween him. show. Yeah. No, it's it's unfortunately even worse than that. It's someone who looks and acts and tries to sing like <laughs> Scott Whelan. Has, like, the chops and everything. Well, he wears his sunglasses. He does the hairstyle. He like tries to do the dance rain. moves. and the. Like, come ah, on. Man. That's terrible. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. So, anyway, uh, that's the bummer news there for Aftershock Festival. Here's the modified lineup. Uh, they were right there where the cult is on the top right. Um, now that's, uh, of course, they bumped the cult up to kind of sub-headlining status. And then they put Stone Temple Pilots there at the top. So, kind of a bummer. And it's, you, I mean, the replacement's not e- even on the same tier, you know. Uh, and, you know, I get it. There's only two weeks away. I really wonder what, let's speculate a little. What do you think is the reasoning? I'm thinking. Uh, was it? Was it? No, that wasn't Pantera. Remember the the ones got kicked out of the Germany shows in Germany because they were like made some Nazi jokes. That was. Uh, 
That um, was that wasn't Pantera. No, that was Pantera. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah Pant- no, they were supposed to play a German music festival. Yeah, and they're like, no. Nope, and sorry. Germany said no because Joking Pantera like stokes the Nazi stuff in that area. Yeah. And they didn't want to s- seem as supportive of, uh, on that. So maybe maybe it's the well Sacramento. You know? No, no, it's I. I don't think it's anything <laughs> to do joking. with that. Uh, I'm um, I'm guessing. I don't know. Someone's sick in the family. Maybe it was a family illness. I, I, I honestly don't know what could cause them to kind of breach their contract like that because that's a so big that's deal. a breach of contract. And that's I would a big think show. I would think, but it says circumstances beyond our control. So maybe there's some kind of a loophole yeah. there. I don't know. Um, no idea. But I guess maybe we'll see in the coming weeks what the deal is with that. But they're going to be back next year. So let's not dwell on that. All right, YouTube premiering new song in Vegas. Here's a shot from. Their video music shoot, or music video shoot rather, at the plaza on Fremont Street in Las Vegas. They had the whole area kind of roped off uh, for hours, and then uh, fans were waiting out there for quite some time, and they rolled up. This is on a flatbed truck, believe it or not. This sound crew and the band and everything is on a big, long flatbed truck, and they pulled it through there, and they had the whole lighting rig, everything They're going. They are playing it as they moved. Right. They were playing the new single on Fremont Street there. As they filmed, Bono joked to the crowd that it was a low-budget video, which obviously (laughs) probably anything but that to pull that off. (laughs) But still kind of cool. It is kind of low-budget in a way. That's kind of the way they used to do stuff. It is kind of like old school. Old school. school. Maybe not low-budget, but old school. school. Yeah, yeah. So it's the new single is called Atomic City, which I guess is a nickname for Las Vegas. I didn't know that. So that's like an old night. Atomic City, see? Yeah. yeah the, the field of field of dreams in Atomic City. Built by <laughs> the Mafia and Mormons. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, that happened over the weekend. Kind of cool. Uh, their uh, residency in Las Vegas kicks off uh, this month. All right. Red Rocker Lager. Red Rocker Brewing Company. Check Look this what out. This guy's up to now. I think it's kind of cool because he's starting this in Detroit. Um, and yeah. it's, it's going to create jobs. It's a it's a it's a new brewery, um, and to promote the release of this new beer that he's got, he's going to play a concert in Detroit where it's brewed there uh, on October 23rd. He commented, "quote We created Red Rocker Lager to not only honor the fans but to pay tribute to the soul of Detroit rock and roll." Red Rocker Brewing Company is based in historic Corktown, one of downtown Detroit's oldest neighborhoods. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That's They're going to be at the Fillmore there in Detroit. So Detroit listeners, October 23rd. Pretty cool. And check out that new beer. I bet it's, you know, it's probably not bad. Looks like it says 4.3 alcohol, kind of a light beer. Um, so there you go. And, you know, Sammy doing stuff, giving back to, to the city there in Detroit and uh, creating jobs and kind of cool. Something. So there you go. Uh, all right. This is, this is kind of ridiculous. A fan paid $189,000 for Freddie Mercury's mustache comb. An auction of music icon Freddie Mercury's belongings ranked in $50.4 million. Some of the items included the piano he used to write Bohemian Rhapsody. Pretty amazing, right? A snake bangle he wore, his Japanese art collection, and his mustache comb. The Tiffany & Co. comb, so that's pretty fancy. It's a Tiffany & Company uh, comb, sold for $189,000. It was only expected to fetch about $600, but for some reason went up to that crazy amount. 
A handwritten version of the lyrics to Bohemian Rhapsody sold for well over $1 million. Uh, over 30,000 personal items were sold over the course of one week. So, A, where does that money go? B, why isn't some of the stuff in a museum like the handwritten lyrics? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering about. It's like, why is, why does some guy? Yeah, why is some guy in Massachusetts going to own that now and just put it on his mantle and show his friends? Like, that, I mean, that's interesting. I wonder, like, family and... I guess it brings up a thing, too, like... Shouldn't these families, I would think, have the wherewithal to know that some of this stuff should belong in a museum instead of just trying to pawn it off for all for, for cash? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so an icon like Freddie Mercury, you would want some of this stuff to stick around, be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, or something like that, right? I don't know. You think maybe, I mean, Japanese art collection, Snake Bangle, you think maybe they, they have sort of like, Divide it up. They're like, okay, here's the stuff we're selling, and here's the stuff we might send. Something like that. Maybe that's a good point. I but mean, I over thirty thousand, over thirty thousand personal items, and then I mean, some of these big ones here, like the lyrics to Bohemian Rhapsody. That would be one I would think that you would want to that to yeah keep that for belongs, generations to appreciate. That belongs somewhere special, but it's personal, gonna, you know. I guess it's going to go uh, on some dude's table and he's going to just snort a line on it. And uh, be like, yeah. I'm roll a rich joint. As hell. Roll a joint. Yeah, roll a it. joint on What's it. What's that guy's name? Martin Shkreli? Yeah, Martin Shkreli. <laughs> he's like, he'll do that with listening to his rare Wu Tang album. Wu Tang album. Snort a line on the Bohemian Rhapsody handwritten lyrics. And wipe his, wipe his ah, nose with it. good. <laughs> ah. All right, anyway. <laughs> we digress. Now to something kind of ridiculous and interesting here. Marilyn Manson was fined and sentenced to community service after pleading no contest to blowing his nose on a videographer and spitting on her. Uh, this is a, a court case that has wow. been taking place for a couple years now, so check this out. This happened in a concert in New Hampshire in 2019. He was fined and sentenced to community service finally on Monday, four years later. This lady battled this out and would not let it go. And she didn't even get a big set settlement here. Check this out. Uh, Brian Warner appeared in uh, courtroom, New Hampshire, on Monday this past week, pleaded no contest to two misdemeanor counts of simple assault, which he was charged with in relation to an incident, Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion, August 19th. During the performance, here's what happened. Manson walked over to videographer Susan Fountain and allegedly spit a, quote, big loogie at her quote before blowing his nose in her direction like giving her a snot rocket good gosh uh it later in the show video footage reportedly showed manson pointing and laughing at her as she walked away so there was all this stuff that corroborated it and she was really upset by the whole thing three concert attendees including a security guard previously told people at the time they saw manson spit and shoot his snot at the camera woman so there were witnesses to it she pressed charges in 2021, one of which, related to the split, spitting, was dismissed as part of a plea agreement. He was fined over $1,400, only that, with 200 suspended as part of the deal and sentenced to 20 hours of community service. For the next two years, he must also steer clear of arrests and inform local police if he uh, performs in New Hampshire. So what do you think of that and the sentencing well, behind it? <laughs> Uh, first, I have to say that, I mean, that's really childish. Like, that's weird. Uh-huh. But, 
I'm looking at his picture there, and he looks all, he looks it, like all a, dapper. He looks like a televangelist. Does he not look like an '80s televangelist? Yeah, he totally does. So he I mean, that's like... really maybe that's his next step. <laughs> He's a, okay, but well, you saw and him he with looks Kanye. like my grandpa kind of, right? <laughs> Remember, yeah, so, he was yeah. doing that church thing with yeah, Kanye. Yeah. Wait, Marilyn was? Yeah. Those I that his Sunday that. service performances. Yeah, he did one with him around that controversial I do not time. Know that. Is yeah. he is 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 Marilyn Manson like a a, a God fearing person? I don't know, one man. Of the one of the beautiful people. Wouldn't that be the biggest ruse of all time? That, yeah, that's interesting. I know. That was the whole thing. You know, um, he I don't know. Everyone else. I think it was because I think it was because Marilyn Manson and Kanye were both feeling like persecuted by the media, you know, and they For kind of like wild. <laughs> yeah, and they kind of like uh, collaborated at that time because of that. I don't know. Who knows, man? Well, the court of popular opinion. There well, you go. Uh, he's charged uh, with that, and I want to. I want to see what he's doing for community service. What do you think he's doing? Picking up trash. Uh, he's got to go down to the sh- homeless shelter, maybe church. Yeah. Maybe go down to his local church and uh, perform community service there, doing like a bake sale. You know, clean the bathrooms. Clean the bathrooms. The, bathroom, the pews. So what, uh, do you, what do you think he's going to do for community service? <laughs> trash pick. Ah, man. Trash pickup in um, like, like Skid Row. Wait, where'd this happen? <laughs> New, New Hampshire, right? New Hampshire, yeah. Oh, okay, New Hampshire. So he's got to do community service New there. Hampshire. What do you got to do in New Hampshire? I don't know. That's a great question. Seltzer. He got to like clean up seltzer water bottles. <laughs> they got a lot of. They drink a lot of seltzer water. Uh, New Hampshire. Oh they, no, no, tonic water. They, they call have it tonic um, water. They have lobster rolls and stuff. Lobster. Like, maybe they do that. Yeah, maybe he has to. Maybe he has to pick up. Uh, he has to go the to lobster rest, shells. Less, yeah, he has to pick up lobster <laughs> shells. Or no, like uh, shrimp. You know the. the, uh, the he's got to clean the little poop out of the shrimp. Yeah, the little poop. That's str- what the it, little line okay. there. I think we figured it out. All I right. think, or he has to ride a pig with pigeons on his head, <laughs> like on his music video. Yeah, right. He's got to ride his pig around oh, town. God. I don't know. All right. Well, I got nothing. Who knows? That's good enough. <laughs> Leave it to your imagination. Just picture Marilyn Manson doing something related to community service, which right? is pretty funny. Um, all right, GNR expanding their tour. Nothing too big here, just a bunch of extra tour dates for you guys. So if you're in any of these cities, they just added tour dates. Edmonton, Alberta, Salt Lake, Denver, Nampa? That can't Nampa, be Idaho? Oh, Nampa. Okay. Is it in Idaho? I don't, I don't I th- see it. Yeah, yeah it Nampa, is. Nampa, Idaho. I've never right heard out, of that. It's right outside of Boise. Ah, have you you been there or uh, yeah, in that area? So yeah, nice. I've been I've been to Boise a lot. Of Very times. cool. I've never been there. Um, tickets go on sale uh, this past Friday, so they're already on sale by the time you're hearing this. Uh, they're going to Mexico City November 5th. They're going to headline the Heaven and Hell or Hell and Heaven Festival. In addition to their U.S. tour, the band uh, reportedly uh, dropped a new single, Perhaps, as well. Uh, we've been spinning that on the bear. It's okay. It's really not that great of a track, to be honest. Um, feels like an outtake, like something that was shelved for good reason probably so these are all the new these are the new tour dates the new tour date now wasn't it before that we noticed there weren't that many san francisco or sorry many california because of uh yes because of aftershock festival yeah and, and they power added trip. so they're doing they the power trip and sacramento uh aftershock and that's why none of the other ones are going to be happening there so no no tour dates in california oh, were so added. they didn't add any no, unfortunately. So those are the only two dates. And we'll see them at Aftershock. I'll let you guys know in my Aftershock um, review episode 
how it was. The uh, after. Yeah, the after aftershock. The after after. Uh, Birmingham Royale or Royale Royal Ballet. Um, Black Sabbath is doing a ballet, David. It's the first ever, quote, the first true heavy metal ballet experience. Look at that advert. <laughs> look at that. She's rocking Isn't out. Isn't that just like a little mean, pirouette? Look at that. <laughs> that is just something. So, I mean, actually, that is pretty. That it does pretty seem cool. I, I would like to see it. That'd probably be one of the only ballets I would actually maybe like to see. Not the um, Nutcracker? I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd like to see that. That's a classic, sure. That's a good one. Yeah, but yeah. maybe that's it. <laughs> uh, premiering Saturday, September 23rd. So that was this past Saturday. Uh, I got to see some videos on YouTube of it. I haven't seen anything. Uh, but here's an interesting thing. Sabbath bassist Geezer Butler said, it's not the first time they thought of this. Apparently, the story goes all the way back in 1972. This is Geezer Butler's quote here. He says, quote, I was telling Tony the other day to remember when I suggested doing a Black Sabbath ballet in 1972. He was like, uh, I don't remember that. I suggested that in 1972, of all things, because the Who were coming out with Tommy, and there's all these rock opera things going on. And I say to Tony, let's do a Black Sabbath ballet instead of a rock opera thing. Let's do a ballet. Nothing ever came of it, and now it's happening. <laughs> so, like, so, like 50 yeah, years later. it took later, 50 years. Yeah. You know? That's pretty good, though. But I thought that was kind of cool. Was, instead of the rock opera, they wanted to do a ballet, which is kind of kind of clever and yeah, kind of yeah. interesting. So, they got that in there. Yeah. They're 50 like, years oh, later. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We got the money in time yeah, now. Yeah, 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 let's do it. <laughs> okay, Radiohead's uh, Philip Selway has a new EP. It's called Picking Up the Pieces. Um, and it's drummer Philip Selway of Radiohead. Um, I guess it's it's his first kind of, um, or his next EP. So he's already put out solo stuff, but I've never heard of his solo project before. Uh, through a press release, he says how he came to record with Elysian Collective and Chris Vatilaro. I've never heard of any of those guys on that band. Um, they originally united to play at a launch event for his album, Strange Dance. He says, quote, I was so made up with how it sounded and how it reframed the songs that I wanted to capture this dynamic in a recording. Eight-song EP coming out December 8th. So that's hey, kind of cool. Sound, that sounds, I, I, my interest is peaked. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, that might be a really cool, different uh, kind of thing, you know, departure from Radiohead, or it yeah. could be along the same lines. Elysian Collective, I have to check them out. Uh, sounds like a cool band name. Um, so there you go, coming out December 8th. Uh, all right, what else we got? Bush, Nowhere to Go, Everywhere But Everywhere Tour. Uh, they got a new album and single. It's Well, the new album's really not a new album yet. It's the Greatest Hits collection, 94 to 2023, coming out November 10th. But they also released a new single, brand new song called Nowhere to Go But Everywhere, and says he wrote it for his friends. Um, I don't need to get into that, but in support of their new music, they announced a big tour with Bad Wolves. But no details on their actual new album. So it's kind of weird that they're mm. releasing just a single, but then they're releasing a Greatest Hits thing coming up in November. So, I don't know. You I, know, I have to say for... I'm surprised with Bush. What it, What is it? What are you surprised about? When when I was younger, I really was a big fan. Early, yeah. like 16 Stone and those albums. And For some, for whatever reason, I, I assumed that Bush was going to be more of like a one-hit wonder. Oh yeah, you I just assumed you didn't it. Think they had the lasting power. I didn't power. think they had the lasting power. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why, but they they really have. Well, I think a lot of those bands, honestly, man, like when we look back on it, 
there were so many bands that were that felt like sounded the same. It sounded very similar and kind of just cheesy type of ripoff bands, right? And it was hard to tell which ones were going to actually make it out of that fad of the 90s, you know? So You think it kind of has to do with like how good-looking the lead singer is? I feel like Gavin Ross. I mean, it, was, d- it like, doesn't so hurt. Striking that everyone's yeah. like, oh, what's that? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, like Gwen Stefani, for example. No Doubt's kind of a, they're an okay band. They're an okay, you know. Tony Canal, great bass player, stock. but I mean, that's about it, you know. I mean, but yeah, I mean, Gwen Stefani, she was a looker and, uh, you know, a, a striking front woman. And it's funny because those two those eventually the, yeah, they, got they together. got together for a while. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think that's part of it. And I, I think Bush has always kind of been. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like, I like yeah, no, no, the music I hear you. that Bush makes. And I think a lot of people don't know they're a U.K. group. So yeah. they're not a U.S. group. And they were uh, big in the U.S. at the 90s uh, grunge time. And I always thought they were a, a U, uh, like a U.S. group until I heard him talk in interviews. And I'm like, oh. He's a British guy or whatever. And so, yeah, anyway, I think maybe that's part of their lasting thing is that they're from the UK they and they're trying to do like kind of like a grungy American sound. Maybe, so they have both support yeah. from the US and the UK. Maybe it's because of his machine head. It's better than the rest. Better, better than the rest. Yeah, that, that's that, I forgot I, about I that. I wonder what that that's all about. Sorry, I don't know what's the matter with me today. Uh, good stuff. All right, REM's got a expanded 25th anniversary edition of their 1998 album. Isn't that crazy? That's 25 yes. years ago. Um, up, it's coming out November 10th as well. Newly remastered version. Never before heard. 11 song set from the band's taping of the TV show called Party of Five. Man. Remember Party of Five? Yes. One of the sh- songs from the show Day Sleeper has already been released. Uh, so that's kind of neat. Um, I would have only you would have only heard the songs during the show and they never actually put out that on an official album and that show kind of bombed it only I think it only did like one or two seasons oh is that so I don't think it did very yeah, well really, maybe it did really three know. or four but I, I don't think it did very well at all it had all the it was like Jennifer Love Hewitt and yeah that guy Scott something Scott, or, oh yeah uh, All the people like, with brown hair. <laughs> right. All yeah. the brown haired people. Beardy right. guy. Beardy. Like, yeah. Uh, beardo guy. Beardy. And then they had baby face guy. And then, uh, and then the kids. wasn't the, the one of the kids, wasn't she <laughs> the was she a girl from uh Yeah, she was that from movie? something. Uh, mean Girls. Isn't isn't one of them? I don't know. I feel like it. Something like that. So anyway, that's funny with music from that show. All kinds of stuff. Anyway, so that's coming out November tenth. Look at this already like I, I looked this up. Corn uh, is going to be releasing a new album and a, a big tour next year, right? The 30th anniversary, right? They haven't even done this yet, and there's already a bootleg shirt <laughs> out there that has these, like, look at this horrible bootleg <laughs> shirt that has, like, these uh, signatures of the band. And I will mention that they have Ray Luzier uh, as their drummer, and he's not even their drummer anymore. Uh, and then they have this 30th anniversary thing here. It's where just, that was made in like Thailand. I know. It's uh, you I see these all the time that pop up on your Facebook so page. So good. They're oh, it's so horrible, man. <laughs> these are the ones that they sell in the parking lot. Well, do you remember, I mean, it's like having like yeah. having an uh, unauthorized Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt when we were little. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, Whoa, that's the coolest one I've seen. Yeah, it's because it's from got Japan. It flea, got it at the yeah, flea market. It's from Japan, and it's not real. It's Dang not it. fully licensed. <laughs> 
<laughs> How you have so many of those? Uh, so anyway, they're going to be releasing some new music and celebrating their 30th anniversary of their debut album. So good for them. Um, all right, we got some birthdays going on, so let's get to it. What's that guy's name? I don't remember. Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan, yeah. <laughs> Terry the Hulk Hogan. All right, we're back with some birthdays. David, take it away. All right. Uh, Carrie, not not Terry, the <laughs> Livgren, former guitarist and keyboardist of Kansas um, and professional wrestler, <laughs> is 74 years old. Yes, can we take a moment to appreciate this photo I found of him? I think it's a still from a YouTube video of his. And he's played for everybody that can't see it. I will paint this glorious picture for you. He's standing in a field, probably his own field, at his front of his house, and it looks like there's a bunch of flowers and sunflowers behind him. And he's got this blue type of like New Mexico beaded Native American uh design. Like shirt the kind on. that you remember when they would have the dangling <laughs> yeah. like thing with beads hanging from it in, yes. in like the early nineties. Yes. Like the David Crosby jacket. Yes. Uh and he's playing this guitar the sweet blue guitar with gold hardware this image is the image that he dreamed of doing when he was a teenager yes it's come to fruition here it's great i love that (laughs) rock on that is so good all right uh lol cream singer and guitarist of uh 10cc is 76 can we take a minute to appreciate his name now that has come full circle as a uh, pop culture icon term, LOL. Yeah. Uh, and his parents had the foresight uh, 76 years ago to name their son uh, Lol. And they said, one day in 70 years, your name will have a make, new meaning. It all makes sense. It will mean laughing, <laughs> out, laughing loud. out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the only person I've ever thought of like known of named lol i never it's heard like of cambodian yeah. no 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 never heard it's that a name before. very interesting that's name a, that's a what do you think of that comes from is it What's like lo- short for lollipop i would hope not because that's kind of creepy because it seems like a, it seems <laughs> like lollipop a cream come on lol let's head out <laughs> lollipop cream that's, right it's so creepy like a cream no, lollipop I don't like that yeah a little bit uh, all right ben shepherd bassist of Soundgarden, 55 years old David Randall Silvera, former drummer of Corn, and not on the T-shirt, uh, is 51 <laughs> years old. And dude, that guy's—he got some muscles. He's rocked He's out, all, bro. All those drummers, man. All those drummers. All right. Uh, Don Felder, former guitarist of the Eagles, 76 years old, and he's just loving life in that photo, isn't right? He? Someone just told him a great joke. He's, yeah. All the ladies out in the audience <laughs> are smiling at him. He's just, <laughs> just going, oh yay. Liam Gallagher, okay, yes, he of o- of Oasis and BDI is fifty one years he's old. He's living up to he's BDI still right got there. The, he's still got that haircut. This looks like it was a backdrop for like a Cambodian jail, right? <laughs> well, he's fully committed to that. Or yeah. it looks like he's laying on the ground in his Spanish oh, kitchen. It could be. That's what it is. Right, and it's an aerial shot of him. It's an aer- and that, yeah. he has that weird cowlick right there. Yeah, it looks like it's a like cowlick split. combined with a, with a. Um, it's very British, isn't it? With a widow's peak. That's, that's a British haircut if I ever saw one. So, what's your verdict on Oasis? <sighs> like what? If I like him or not? Do you like him? Uh, 
Like if I okay, like maybe on a scale of one to ten. Yeah. Like a. Uh, I, how about this? <laughs> of the songs that you like, okay, how much do you like them? I and mean, a scale of one to ten. Uh, like a six and a half. A six and a half. Okay. Something like that. Like maybe a seven. I'm gonna be totally cringe. <laughs> I freaking love the Oasis songs oh, yeah. that I like. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? No, I that's mean, good. But, I mean, they're they're sort of horrible. I uh, faux pas that they have committed. I feel I feel like they're a really a really good band, and I do like their songs when I when I'm in the mood for them, and and they have a certain sound that's definitely uh, like cool and nostalgic, and I, I do like. it. And you feel like they're better than the Beatles, <laughs> right? No, they're I, you're much better than the Beatles. But Liam does, right? Yeah, apparently, yes, indeed he do. Who else we that's got? Very oh, that's it. Committed. All right, we got All some right. trivia. Let's do some trivia. Actually, let's run a quick little ad. Um, what do we? You know, we we had the new one that we haven't. It hasn't had a, a whole lot of exposure yet from Sammy, and we got. You know, we were talking about his logger. Maybe we're gonna have a new ad for that logger. Um, maybe they're gonna do a, a collaboration with Crow Reserve. Um, so I don't know. You might be hearing a new ad in the future for that. But in the meantime, let's hear one for Sammy's Resort because we haven't heard, uh, you know, it, it, they're taking reservations, I heard, for uh, I think it's 2026 opening year. So here it is. Check it out. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Hey, rock fans, it's the Red Rocker, Sammy Hagar, with an update on my new all-inclusive resort, Sammy's Resort World. Woo! Sammy's Resort World is located in beautiful Cabo San Lucas, but far from all the mainstream resorts and closer to the real Mexico I know and love. We're all protected by the best local cartels and drug lords, so no need to worry about drugs, alcohol, and debauchery. We've got you covered. Woohoo! Check out all the fun activities we have planned for you at Sammy's Resort World. The Cabo Wabo Tequila Cannon. We have a 50-foot-long ancient Roman cannon filled to the brim with Cabo Wabo Tequila, and we shoot it directly into the mouth and face of one lucky customer at random. We'll sneak up behind you, tap your shoulder, and as you turn around in confusion, we'll shoot you directly in the face. Be ready to drink, baby! How about our Red Rocker Makeover Party? Ever wanted to dress up like me in all red-colored items? That's kind of my thing for some reason, and I can't seem to get away from it. So let's just embrace it, man. Red scarves, red straw farmer's hat, red polo ties, and red G-strings. Red everything, man. And we got something extra special planned for all you red rockers out there. It's our Saturday night UFO abduction workshop. Remember that time I was abducted by aliens and I told Howard Stern about it for some reason? And I had a UFO experience, and that was in 67, 68. And you weren't high or? No, I didn't do drugs. I didn't even drink back then. And who visited? They just randomly picked me, and I, I woke up while they were doing it. I'm going, what the fuck's going on? My room was white. I mean, I was like, I couldn't see anything. It was a complete whiteout. I laid there, couldn't move. All of a sudden, they said in another language, just telepathy, uh, this is done. You know, he's waking up or whatever. And, and they yelled a numerical code that was obviously, you know, like your your passcode to get into your shit, you know. Yeah. And boom, it was like it was almost like a wire in the air. And, and, when, and I woke up and it was black and I was shaking and I couldn't move. Well, I'll show you how to pray to the skies and experience your very own alien abduction sponsored by Alien Workshop. You'll go on a cosmic trip on the time space continuum. 
see my very own alien band that I play with on another planet from time to time, learn how to do a Nolly Christ air with Cabo Wabo tequila, alien anal probes, and everything, man. You can even keep your sunglasses on. Woo! And every guest gets personal one-on-one time with me to tell me your deepest, darkest secrets in a Santa Claus setting. I'll dress up as the Red Rocker Santa Claus, and you'll get to sit on my lap and tell me one wish you have, but beware, it may or may not come true the way you planned. It's Sammy's Resort World, coming soon. I'm just kidding, man, none of this is real, but it was a real crazy dream I had after eating expired Chipotle one night. Man, that was a crazy night. It's Sammy's Resort World. Sammy's Resort World, man. Yep, taking reservations now. That Santa, The Santa reading looks really good. That's going to be a good one. All kinds of good stuff. Call early, you can get like a good cabana. <laughs> yeah, a beachside near, cabana. Near the bar. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a hot commodity. Yeah, those are gonna go fast. All right, guys, we got some trivia, so let's get to it. Trivia time. Let's do it. All right, time for some trivia, guys. This week in 1972. This musician was arrested at their farmhouse in Campbelltown, Scotland, for possession of cannabis. Who was it? Was it A, Van Morrison, B, Ozzy Osbourne, C, Paul McCartney, or D, Cannabis Crosby in his Scottish Fields of Hemp? Who was I, it? I have, to, I have to go with Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. It seems like it always. How come? Is. Oh, because it just seems like it. Just it. seems like no. But last last week it actually was was old Crosby. Yeah, it was. I know. You never know. It could be Kim. But I Crosby. feel like there's something shaking around in my head that says it is Paul McCartney. Well, you're absolutely correct. Here's a picture yes, of I his even farmhouse. I kind of recalled the way their farmhouse his farmhouse looked. Why do I have know you been that? there in another life? Maybe it was uh, on an episode of Black Mirror. Oh, okay. And uh, so you've. Vicariously, I ha- yeah, that it was episode. like one of those situations where it, <laughs> it predicted this happening, and I watched it. That's awesome. So it this happens. happened uh, this week in September of 1972. What was that? 20 or uh, 50, 51 years ago. 51 years ago. The police raided Paul McCartney's farm in Scotland, took some plants for chemical analysis. This led to him being notified in December that he would face a trial for drug possession. On this day at the trial, Paul was fined. 100 pounds for growing cannabis. More than the fine, though, here's the deal. The condemnation would block Paul to get a visa to enter the U.S. So that was kind of, a, a I think, Damn. what really made the headlines because he was trying to tour with wings or whatever the case may be at the time. So anyway, wild, huh? Dirty McCartney. Yep. Dirty old hippie Dirty cannabis old growing. Dirty cannabis growing McCartney. Yep. Stay in Scotland with your... With your fancy yeah, that cannabis, kind of huh? stuff. We don't need that in America. We wouldn't do that. No, we'd never do that here. All right, new rock and metal album. Oh, here it goes. Are you ready for this? Look at this nice chunky list here for you. I think long. you can do it. Think you can do it. Those ones are short up there. On yeah, the some top. of those are short up top. But look at that one. I know. Love, drugs, and misery. values here. Do take I have your to time say off. deluxe edition? <laughs> no, you no. don't. <laughs> I should have deleted that. I try and I delete the actual the. Um, there's a uh, thing that says the record label. Oh uh, yeah. And I delete that. I should delete that stuff too. Those. So you don't. That's really kind of you, Chris. You don't have to say the years. Okay, I'll have to. Okay. Okay. I think I got this one. All right, I've been you ready? Cal- doing calisthenics. Okay, well. 
Let's get it going. Go for it. Three teeth index and it's okay. Abyss part one, bonfire, MMXII, and some number. Uh, Bruce Sword, Luminescence, Cannibal Corpse, Chaos Horrific, Gay Shell, Pegasus, Dia, Death Dealer Union, Initiation, Destabilizer, Violence is the Answer, Dio, the Studio Albums, Eva, Under Fire, Love, Drugs, Money, or Love, Drugs, and Misery, Final Gasp, Morning Moon, Freya, Fight at One, Part of a Coward, This Place is Bring Death, Hex, Vex, uh, Hex Vessel, Polar Veil, Ken Mode, Void, Mercenary, Soundtrack, The End Times, The Myth, Frost, Mo Myth Logic, EP, Prof. Fanica Crux Simplex. Oh, dang it. Rebellion, <laughs> under the sign of Rebellion. Reckless, Sharp Magic Steel, Stained, Confessions of the Fallen, Teenage Fan Club, No, uh, Nothing Lasts Forever, Train Dodge, The Alley Parade, The Art is or Thy Art is Murder, Godlike. Values here, Take Your Time, I'll Be Waiting. That's a good one for, for me now. <laughs> um, wolves at the Gate, Lost in Translation, and Wormhole, Almost Human. All right, what's your favorite band and album name there? Okay, so um, a as always, uh, Profanitica, Profanitica and Rebellion are definitely my favorite <laughs> band names and have always been. Um, and then for for names, I I feel like album name. Let's see, album name there. Um, thy thy um, where was that? Where was that? Thy where is it? <laughs> I don't know where thy is. It was something about only brings death. Yeah, there. You this place only brings death. Dude, did I read that completely incorrectly? This is Thy Art is Murder. Oh, Thy Art name. is Murder. Yes, 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 yes. I like that. Okay. <laughs> thy Art is, is Murder, but that's a band name. So. Well, whatever. That's good. I like Wormhole. Simple. That's pretty good. Just classic. Clean. Classic. Classic. All right. Movie, TV, internet. Well, we don't have that. We got news from around the world, though. Scient oh, let me switch the view here. Scientists recover RNA from an extinct species for the first time. They have done this for the first time, isolated and decoded RNA molecules from a creature that died out long ago. The genetic material came from a 130-year-old Tasmanian tiger. Or those marsupial tigers. I guess, yeah. Cool. Thylacine, it's a specimen yeah. in the collection of the Swedish National Museum of Natural History in Stockholm. It's allowed scientists to better understand how the animal's genes function. So it's the first time they were able to do that, like extracting RNA from a creature like that. So pretty cool. Now, what are, what are marsupials? What do you usually think of marsupials? Um, usually like kind of uh, cuddly. Like a, um, a koala? Yeah, or like is a that koala or a kangaroo. Kangaroo. Yeah, all those little pocketed creatures. Yeah. That one there is a mean one. Oh, that's a mean one. Huh? Yeah, it's like big teeth and everything. It's like kind of like the niche, the ecological niche is filled by that instead of a tiger wow yeah and it's like half the body is tiger there yeah, the back yeah. half that's pretty neat blend in before that's, it strikes that's pretty uh pretty unique yeah i want one of those um all right nasa's closest spacecraft to the sun flies through a colossal solar explosion whoa why'd it do that um <laughs> i don't know Let, let's see here that's that's kind of good for a rock and roll podcast. Kind of <laughs> rock and roll. It says the Parker Solar Probe has become the first spacecraft to ever fly through a coronal mass ejection from the sun. 
a powerful uh, eruption of billions of tons of plasma, so it probably wasn't prepared for it. Didn't know it, it was going to happen. Yeah. For context, the uh, Mercury, the closest planet to the sun, is 23 million miles from the sun, and Earth is 93 million miles away. So they were only, this, in, in context, that was only 5.7 million miles from the sun's surface. That's wow. like, it's really close. We're 93 that's, million that, miles yeah, away. Yeah, that's, that's, holy moly. That's pretty wild, huh? And it survived. They don't make satellites like they used I to. I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, check this out. Wouldn't you be surprised to get this? A Canadian woman received a delivery <laughs> of a thousand condoms that she claimed she did not order. She took a photo of it, posted oh, yeah, it online. Sure. Uh, right? She received an email from Amazon regarding the package. She thought it was fake. Thought it was like one of those scam emails. Like, oh, we got your package of condoms. It's coming. And she ended up uh, uh, noticing that she got charged for it, too. Charged her four hundred ninety-five dollars for the order. Oh my gosh! Thirty boxes of condoms that had uh, thirty-four <laughs> each in them. So some experts are speculating this is part of a brushing scam. So this helps sellers boost the number of positive reviews for their product. They send these crazy amount of packages. It shows up as that they're selling these products, and then these people post uh, fake reviews that say, "Oh, what a great product! Oh man, can't believe it!" You know, and then they get that number one selling in condom uh, category in Amazon type of badge, right? Oh, that's And yeah. then they get that algorithm that helps them sell more product. But they so give they, that stuff away to do that on purpose. They know that it's going to some random person's doorstep, and they don't care. Then they fi- So they figured out a way to, like, hack her to thing? Game and the, then- well, game the system and, like, yeah, Amazon accounts that are associated, you know, We'll just sell it to this. Well, somehow they are, are able to do that. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. So it's part of a scam, and they're 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 people are doing it. Accounts on Amazon. So bunch of baloney. Yep. Crazy, huh? Brushing. Be careful. Brushing. I'll have to remember that. All right. Check this out. This is the last story of the week. Some very fancy caviar and Pringles. When you think of caviar, don't you think of Pringles? Um, they're just two classy things that go uh, together. Yeah. Yeah, but only like the um, like Canadian Pringles, <laughs> the knockoff ones. Yeah, like fa- no, 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 the kind where they have all the oh the different the, flavors, uh, different flavors. Oh yeah, like Zesty Mordant, the, and, like yeah, like uh, all dressed, all dressed, and yeah. uh, ketchup. Zesty Mordant, and then there's some other Zesty ones. Mordant. That's just not yeah. a good sound. It doesn't sound very like good, it's, does it? It's it's happily and zestily they moving have, its uh, way dill pickle. toward death. Dill pickle's very big over there. Okay. Dill pickle. I can I can see dill pickle with uh with uh, some caviar. Yep. Yeah. Well, Pringles and the caviar company have teamed up to sell the crisps and caviar collection, bringing classic Pringles flavor with caviar. Do you eat much caviar, Chris? I don't think I've ever eaten it, to be honest, man. I'm not sure. I mean, I've eaten. You know how you have the. Uh, I don't know. What's it called? Uh, sushi I, that has. What do they call it? The roe. Like the There's salmon little eggs. bits of eggs on there, so I guess that's like technically kind of caviar. Yeah. And lox and bagels. But I've never had a lot. No, that's smoked salmon. That's different. Yeah. That's not the eggs. Salmon roe is the eggs. We need, we, should, we need to get cultured. Maybe I guess. caviar. I don't know, man. That just doesn't sound appetizing to me. And really, it just sounds horrible. I mean, Pringles, it, yeah, no. Like I'm you're like, just squeezing the out all fan. these babies of... 
of this animal and just eating them. Putting it on a, a Pringle. <laughs> like, I don't know. Putting it on a just Pringle. It just seems like so crazy to me. Like, why This would is you what do we're that? destroying the earth for. Yeah. We just well worth out it. all the babies of this well fish worth and it. Just, <laughs> just killed it. Didn't even eat Made the sure they couldn't make their way upstream. Uh, <laughs> yep, you're nature's loser, so we're going to eat your babies. Dang it. Uh, anyway, so there you go. I guess get that for somebody for Christmas. They'll love it. That's a great stocking stuffer, huh? <laughs> It'll get all the caviar will get all hot in the stocking. Right next to your right over the open explodes fire. Explodes yep. all over your your comb and, scr- and scrunchies. Eggs. Yeah. Right? All of your holiday gifts. Your holiday well, your stocking stuffer. <laughs> all right, that's it for us this week, guys. Uh we're gonna have our aftershock um episode coming up very soon. The weekend of aftershock. Uh, we're not going to be doing an episode because we're going to be out of town and it's going to be uh, too crazy to get that going. So we're going to wait until the week after and get that up for you. So that'll be the first week of October that we're going to try and take that week off. I may upload that uh, interview that I have with Richard Patrick. Maybe it's like a um, kind of just a placeholder or something like that. Give you guys something. But we'll be back after shock, uh, after aftershock uh, with our after aftershock coverage. Uh, so we're going to have our interviews. Hopefully we'll get a bunch of interviews, all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys then. So have a good one. Peace. See ya.